0: So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay connor and his team, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event again, that is jconnor.com j a y c o n n e r dot com forward slash event now let's get into today's episode <laughs>
1: Talk about wholesaling a little bit, because you're doing both. You're, you're. Are you buying all the properties, or you just, uh,
2: when you're wholesaling, are you controlling them with an option or, or some such? Well, we get every property under contract. We don't use any options or anything like that. And we actually double close everything. So we always buy the property and then resell it. Sometimes we'll go ahead and buy it. Like say there's tenants in it, we'll buy it and then get the tenants out or get a better lease in place or whatever, then resell it to an investor. But a lot of the time we're double closing where you know, we already have an investor lined up to, uh, to buy it. You know, It really kind of just depends on the house the, you know, and, and that kind of thing.
1: Well, I was going to say, tell our audience exactly what a double close and is a simultaneous close the same thing as a double close.
2: Well, I consider a simultaneous close the same thing as a double close. I don't know, you know, state by state if that varies, but, but basically we buy it one minute and five minutes later resell it. And, and so we, we kind of stay, you know, we don't do assignments or anything like that very often. We're focused mostly on on double closing, not to say that you can't assign deals, but we like to stay in control of the whole process on both sides. And I think also from a compliance standpoint, it makes sense to purchase everything and then resell it.
1: I was going to say, um, I think I heard you say at our mastermind meeting a couple of weeks ago, the areas where you invest, it, um, the uh, local realtor association or the laws or what have you frown on controlling with options and assigning for assignment
2: fees? Well, and I I don't know if that's 100% accurate. You know, I just don't want anybody to misconstrue that we're a brokerage company or anything like that you know, it's not, that's not even the primary reason we do it. I don't think that there's anything illegal or wrong with assigning deals. I mean, I, you know, I mean, maybe some states there is, but Alabama is not one of those where there's any issues with with doing assignments. It's just, we want to stay in control of the process, right? Like, you know, our brand is on the line with the, with the client. So we want to make sure the check they get is from us and we're closing with them. We're the ones purchasing their property. You know, same thing that investor is our client. Um, if, we're, if we're reselling it to an investor, most of these guys buy lots of deals from us. So we want to provide the most value to them as well by staying in control of that process and being the buffer between, you know, between the buyer and the seller ultimately.
1: Right. So since you are actually closing on the, uh, in, a, in a simultaneous closing or double close, Are you bringing your own funds or private money funds or transactional funds? Or are you doing the double close where the bot, your investors' money is actually an escrow and it's their money that's actually funding the front end of the deal as well?
2: We do all of the above. I mean, I love when we can, uh, you know, when we can use uh, investor money. It's, uh, It's kosher in Alabama to do that. So... I know different states have different rules, but in our state, it's kosher to do that. So we always like to see the investor money and in escrow before we close on it. You know, depending on the house, but you know, occasionally we have to take one down ourselves too and wait a week to sell it or, or or whatever. There's it just varies, but I definitely I love the simultaneous close where we can use the uh, the seller funds for sure. Right, right. So
1: for the deals that you're closing yourself and having your own funding lined up, how are you funding those deals?
2: You know, we use a combination, probably like everyone else. We use, you know, investor cash, bank lines of credit, our own personal cash, private money lenders, and then hard money lenders as well in our local areas. So kind of a combination of all of those. The private money lenders are, they're really our partners and help us out the best. So if that's available, and it usually is, we tend to go that route. Got you. Well, let's do something now,
1: Jared. Where, where you will give value to the entire audience, regardless of their business model, when it comes to investing in single-family houses. And here it is. So, regardless of our exit strategy, regardless if we're as whether we're staying in the deal, we're going to wholesale the deal, we're going to rehab it and flip it. Regardless of that, we have got to find the deals, right? Whether yeah. we're going. Whether we're going to an investor or ourselves or whatever, we got to find the deals. So pull the curtain back for us and our audience, and tell us what are your favorite and best strategies right now that you're using to find a hot deals.
2: So let me let me preface all this by saying there is no magic bullet to this. Right, this is one oh, 100- no. hundred. No, no unfortunately, so I'd love to, you know, and actually I take that back. There is a magic bullet and it's just massive action and execution, right? So that's our marketing approach. And so we're doing, you know, we're doing everything that everybody else is. we do direct mail. We do. Ringless voicemails, uh, cold calling, knocking on doors, driving for dollars, list stacking where we find out if multiple people you know people are on multiple of our lists, like if somebody getting a divorce and declared bankruptcy you know then we 're really contact we 're skip tracing those people and just cold calling them. We're doing pay-per-clicks, we're doing SEO, we're doing bandit signs, I know you're a fan of those. So we're doing kind of a little bit of, of everything. We've even done radio advertising, we're dipping our toe into TV advertising right now. So there's, there, there's a million ways to do it, but I'll tell you why I think we get deals when other people don't, is because we're hitting from every channel in a very consistent way every single month you know, day in, day out. We answer the phone when they call. And and we're just, and, and another one of our big lead sources is referrals from agents. And honestly, until three years ago, that's how I got every single one of my deals ever, you know? So everybody says finding deals is hard. That's just never been my problem because I think of our approach with the massive action behind it. Yeah, that makes sense. In fact, that's what Dan Kennedy teaches as well
1: which I'm sure you're a follower of Dan Kennedy. So we talked about uh, so a couple of these methods that you just mentioned. One you mentioned was knocking on doors. So I have been, uh, Carol Joy and I, my wife and I, we developed our own foreclosure system of tracking foreclosures, notices of default. We started doing that 15 years ago. We got a fantastic sequential direct mail uh, letter campaign. But I know we're leaving deals on uh, the table where there's there's deals we're not helping people because you know not everybody responds to direct mail. So we've never knocked on doors. So if you were going to give a three minute seminar right now on what you have learned about knocking on doors, how does that work? What's it look like? What's the approach when you walk up and knock on somebody's door?
2: Well. Okay. So I think the approach number one is you got to target the right houses too, right? Like when you're doing your door knocking, you're targeting, you know, pre-foreclosures, right? That's somebody that's, you know, already going to be a motivated seller, you know, statistically, right? So I don't think there's any point in going into the nicest house in the nicest neighborhood and knocking on their door. They're never going to sell it to you for 50 cents on the dollar. What we're looking for is we're looking for, you know, occupied properties as we're driving around. Normally, we're already out on some kind of appointment in that area. We see a house that looks vacant or doesn't look vacant, but should be vacant, you know, and then just walking up, telling them who we are and, you know, just asking them about the situation with the house you know, we don't just knock and say, hey, would would you be willing to sell your house? We walk up, say, hey, you know, this is Jared with Irby Home. I'm Jared with Irby Home Buyers. We were looking at another house in your neighborhood to buy. I was just curious the situation with your house. And just let them talk. You know, we're in the South, so people are a little more friendly, maybe. But I think this probably works anywhere, as long as it's a decent neighborhood, you know. And it's just a, a real... Good way to connect with people, and so we look for identifying issues like that. Then we go build a connection and just ask them what the situation is, and and these have led to a lot of uh, a lot of good deals. It's not our number one deal source by any means, but you know we we bought one you know, a couple months ago where our acquisition rep was on the street looking at another property, and she sees that there's an estate sale going on where they're selling all the antiques and junk out of the house. And she just walks up, starts talking to the uh, the person running the sale. Uh, th- this happened at the yard sale too. And what's going on? Found out an inherited house situation and bought the house right then. You know, so the house wasn't advertised for sale. They they were they wanted to clean it all out first, then. St- well, We'll just take it just like it is with all the junk in it. So it's, it's really finding, finding houses that need a solution and then providing the right solution, right? That's, that's what this business is all about, is you're never going to buy one that has no hair on it, that's easy breezy. They're not going to call you up and say, hey, here's my $100,000 house for 50 grand. Just write me a check in 60 days. That's not how it works. We got to find ones that have problems with it. And then we present a solution, you know, to that problem.
1: Yeah, I want to emphasize something you just said, and I teach my students, and my acquisitionist does it as well. And that is when we get a response to any kind of our marketing from a that we're marketing to off market houses for sale by owners. And after we've established a little bit of rapport, one of the very first or the very first question we ask is what you just said. Well, Tell me about your situation or tell me the situation, the situation. What I love about that question is there's over a hundred different ways they could start answering that question. They could start answering the question on tell me about the situation or your situation. They could tell you personally what's going on, you know, lost a job, whatever. They could be talking about the house and the problems that the house has. But here's the point. When we ask somebody, well, tell me about your situation, whatever it is they start saying, that is their hot button. That's what's in the foremost of their mind. And therefore, that's the framework, that's the piece that we want to come back back to when we're closing the deal, referring back to whatever it was their situation was and how we're gonna solve that problem. Because after all, that's what we are. We're not house buyers. We're not real estate investors. We're problem solvers. And until we understand that's the business we're in, is helping solve people's problems, which means helping them get rid of their pain and moving them to some hope, that's when we can really start making a difference.
2: Well, Jay, I I completely agree you know, on I've got a big jacked up uh, 2500 HD pickup truck with big wheels and bumpers and stuff like that, you know, cause I'm in the South and it's fun, but we wrapped it with I buy houses on it. And on the side of it, it says real estate problem solvers because that's literally what we are. You know, we're, nobody calls you up and says, hey, I need, well, this has happened, but it doesn't happen often, but they don't call you up and say, hey, I'm going to jail and I need 20 grand, take my house, you know. It happens when you do massive action, but we had to do hundreds of deals before that happened. Your, your average investor starting out is not going to see that, right, until they do tons of deals. But what I will say is going even a step further, you know, not just, you know, you know we're, we're practicing very active listening. So we want to, when they say something, like a seller told me the other day, I just took a, I just had to show my acquisition reps how it's done still. So I took a couple calls and, and that kind of thing. And the other day, a seller, I was trying to set an appointment with him and he was working around a bunch of different doctor's appointments, right? He never told me he had any health problems, but you know, he said, well, I have a doctor's appointment this day, a doctor's appointment this day and a doctor's appointment this day. You know, to me, instantly, they don't just tell you what's up, you know, but but I connected those dots enough to say, well, hey, is, is, is everything okay? You know, health issues, and turns out lots of health issues have a tenant in there that's not paying, and the house needs a ton of work. He's used to doing all the work himself. It's not a money issue. He has money. You know, doesn't need the money so much. We need to solve this problem for him of having this non-paying tenant. He's having health issues. It needs a lot of work. It's a huge management issue. So it's really kind of connecting the dots on what they tell you and what they don't tell you too. So, so, it, so I look at it as next-level acquisition reps and next-level lead management is really kind of a Jedi trick. It's it's really looking at actions and not even just spoken words. Well, you know if somebody calls and tells you, well, I don't need the money, then we'll say, you know, I think your best option is to actually renovate this house yourself. I'm happy to refer you to some contractors who will give you a fair price. I think you could sell it for $100,000 if you put 20 grand of work into it. And, you know, if they say, well, I don't want to do that, then you, you, you know, they might not have told you why, but they, their actions through that have kind of told you, hey, there's probably something deeper under there. Maybe it's not a money issue. Maybe it's an age issue or a time issue, or there's so many problems out there and you will never know what they all are. And so you really drill down, ask very deep, very intentional questions and don't just scratch the surface. You know um, if somebody tells you they're having health problems, dig in and be their friend and, you know, offer them advice, offer them help. You know, you're more of a Counselor than anything. And you got to draw out all the problems before you can present a really good solution. For
1: yeah. Yeah. I came to realize years ago in this business, a lot of times, and deservingly so, some real estate investors get a really, really bad rap and they should because it's like any business or any industry. If I am in business and I am more interested in what I can get out of this than what my person that I'm supposed to be serving is going to get out of it, I'm not going to be successful. I'm a firm believer in the law of reciprocity. The more I'm able to help people, I don't have to worry about me. It's going to come back somewhere. And, you know, as sometimes real estate investors get the wrapper out there to take advantage of people, you know, that's called nothing but greed. And if somebody's in this business because they have a greedy nature, they're not going to last long because the other person you're talking to can clearly read in between the lines and tell, you know, really where your heart is coming from. Before we wrap up the show, you know, I've got a lot of in the audience, I'm sure that are newbies. They've never done a real estate investing deal before. They haven't done that first house. They haven't done any commercial properties. And so from your own experience, what's some of the best advice that you can give a brand new real estate investor that they haven't done that first deal yet.
2: So the best advice I can give anyone is not technical. It's just massive action. You know, you've, you've got to pick your point and you just got to go at it just unstoppable force and a laser beam at it. You know, if you want something, you got to go get it. Nobody else is going to give it to you. And and really that's the key. And that's the problem I see with most people, not just in real estate, but every business is, you know, we have a hard time getting realtors to pick up the phone and and things like that, right? If you're in a business, step one is taking, is caring enough to take action and get it done. And so to me, that's kind of some of the biggest stuff right there is, you know, when you see something a problem that needs to be solved, you need to go solve it right then, be 100% intentional about it and take massive actions towards your goals. If you have a goal to do a deal, you need to spend night and day figuring it out and do not stop until you find one. It's it's not like it's rocket science. I mean, I, I can do it. You can do it. I mean, we're both not the brightest people in the whole world. I, I don't think, you know? <laughs> you know, it's not that, but you know, I imagine you're like me when you want something, you go make it happen. And I think that that's probably a key for your students or any everybody else listening is, you know, if you want something, you've got to go make it happen yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. You can take your advice, take all the advice of all the great people out there, take my advice. But at the end of the day, you have to go execute and you got to do it now. Exactly. Well, Jared, I know my
1: audience has loved connecting with you here on the show. And if they would like to continue the conversation with you, how can they reach out to you and how can they get up with uh, Jared Irby?
2: Sure. Uh, So social media is uh, Jared Irby on Facebook. Um, I'll send you our Instagram. You can, uh, you can share that as well. Uh, that's the best way to connect up with me. I'm happy to answer any questions. Partner up. I'm always like you, looking for private investors and things like that to invest in our deals. If you know finding a deal isn't a is a is an issue, you know for, for somebody, we have plenty of deals, but we're looking for investor partners to help make some money for. You know, I also got a mastermind that, that we're starting up as well, going to be happening over the summer. It's called EmpireForgeMastermind.com, and I'll share that, that link with you as well. I'm just happy to help and, and connect with people because I feel like teaching and giving value, you know, makes me a better person too. And, and I really want to see our industry be successful overall. And I think that that's going to take, take a lot of people like me and you giving a lot of great advice out there.
1: That's awesome, Jared. So, folks, we will have all that contact information that Jared just gave out. We'll have that in the show notes. And uh, Jared, it's just been a pleasure having you on, man. And and so great to connect with you in person last week. I'm so excited to be in the same mastermind group as you. We get to interact throughout the year. And uh, wow, man, you've got just a a wealth of knowledge and experience. And I'm looking forward to having you back on the show again sometime soon.
2: Absolutely, Jay. Anytime, man. It's been a pleasure getting to know you and value our friendship. I expect it to continue uh, for a long time. So great having me on. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. All right, folks. Again, a special welcome here to Real Estate Investing with Jay Conner. I'm Jay Conner, the Private Money Authority. Again, let me offer up the free online class.